Hi, my name is Peter Maestri, and you're listening to Divorce the First Six Months. If you are someone who is about to go through a divorce, or maybe you're healing from one, then you're in the right place. This conversation and the stories you're going to listen to focus on people who have gone through a divorce, and more importantly, how they navigated through it. Having said that, let's get right into it. So, where were you when you found out that you know that you were getting a divorce, or how did you, how did it come about? Uh, the first, the first time. Um, so I had, <laughs> let's see, let me, let me tap into those memories. Um, so I had gone away with some friends mm-hmm. and I had, I had, I had come back to where we were living with my husband at the time. And there was a guy, there was another guy in the car, there was his dog, there was a couple of other friends in the back and our landlord saw us. And then I left. And apparently the landlord told my husband that I was cheating on him, which I wasn't. We were all going on a hike. There were friends from work. I used to work at Boeing. Um, And that kind of started the thing where like, oh, you're going out with friends. Um, You're not, you're not with me, you know, all these things. And backing up, like I had tried to make our relationship work in the only way I knew how at the time, you know, I would try to do things with him and, you know, try to have like, there was not a lot of sex, you know, I, I'm a very sexual person. So, you know, I needed more, I need more affection, I need more connection. And so then we had this conversation and I was like, look, you know, after that, I feel like that was a pivotal moment when he was like, what's going on? And I was like, this isn't working. Yeah. I have not cheated on you. Like I, you know, they were friends. We went hiking, like that's it. Um, and we had a conversation and I was like, you know what, I'm going to go get some air and I'm going to go to my friend's house because I just can't do this right now. And he's like, if you leave, it's over. Wow. Really? Right there. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, okay. You know, I'm like, (laughs) like, see ya, (laughs) (laughs) you know, and (laughs) he filed for a divorce and, you know, it was, he was hurt. I get it. Like, but I hadn't done anything in my eyes that, that warranted that. Yeah. But I was, when he said that, I felt so much relief. I was like, Oh my gosh, I can breathe again. Yeah. You know? And I was single for a long time after that, you know, it's because I was like, I'm not going to do this again, but then I did do it again. <laughs> in a different way you know what so was, what was it like for you like what was the the it sounds like relief but did you go through the uh, any range of emotions or like did you i don't know did you mourn did you were you sad were you angry what were some of the emotions that you went through you know i think i i didn't you know i had so backing up again, when my mom passed away, I did not allow myself to grieve. I like suppressed all those things down. And I feel like I did the same thing. I was, I was relieved and I was actually happy to be out of the marriage, but I was still unhappy with who I was. And I felt like I was trying to find that love outside myself still, you know, so I dated and I went, you know, you know, did all that while I was after my divorce, but I didn't allow myself. And if I could give someone, you know, someone, like some advice is allow yourself to grieve after each relationship that ends, because there is grief there. You know, if you don't allow it to come up, where's it going to go? It's going to, you know, go down, down, down. And then one day it's just going to erupt like a volcano, 
And so it's, it's really allowing yourself to grieve. And I make sure, you know, it's interesting because, you know, COVID happened this year, right? And my life before it, my business was thriving. Like I was doing so great. I, you know, I was in the best shape of my life. Like I had this routine. I was eating great. And then boom, things got shut down. And I was like, what is going on? Like, I am not okay with this. And I realized that as we're transitioning through these months of the closures and, and things just completely turning, you know, a 360 for me, I'm like, I need to grieve. I need to grieve the way things were because this is the new normal, as people say, like, this is life now, <laughs> you know, I'm like, whatever normal means. Yeah. Um, but in allowing myself to grieve and really sit with it, you know, it doesn't just have to be relationships. It's with an old life, with whatever it is, allow it to come up and sit in that shittiness and you'll get through it. But if you suppress all that, it's going to come up eventually, you know? So, so yeah. Anything that you suppress, it'll come back. It's like, if you don't deal with it, it's just a matter of time before it comes back. Yeah. Yeah. So when you were inside that process where it was the, the beginning of this, did you know what to do or was it, how did you research the steps? Like, did you go through a lawyer? Did you go through a paralegal? What did that look like? So the first, the first marriage, um, we didn't have any kids. We didn't have a lot of, you know, assets and I was the one supporting us. Um, and so I, we did it all through the court system. We didn't involve lawyers. Um, I was like, I'm done. I'm like, take whatever it is that you want. He kept, he kept, he kept pretty much everything. I think I grabbed $500 from the bank account and he accused me of like, of why did you take so much money? Like, dude, I'm the one making it. Come on. (laughs) You know, I'm the one supporting us. So, I mean, I left everything I left. I was like, you know what? I took the few things that really mattered, like pictures and things like that. He boxed it up and like left it. I can't, I think at like a storage unit outside and I picked them up, but that was it. I was like, it was really, I wouldn't say easy, but you know, he filed the paperwork and that was it. Like we didn't involve lawyers cause we didn't have a lot of stuff. I feel like a lot of divorce sometimes is because of the stuff and the kids and we didn't have any of that. So it was pretty easy. Yeah. So it was, uh, I didn't know what to do. I mean, I filed the paperwork. I went to court, you know, he, he you know, the judge asked you, are you sure? <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and then after that we had um, a conversation. Yeah. I remember like the last time I talked to him and, you know, he was saying how I hurt him and how like he was, you know, how, how could I do this to him? And, you know, I'm like, you're the one that filed for divorce. Like, how, you know, how could I leave? And I don't know. I think maybe in his mind, what his landlord told him, maybe he thought I cheated on him, but I never, I never did. Like, I just, I was done. Yeah. So I don't know if that really answered your question, but it was. Yeah, it explains what, you know, what you were going through. I mean, more than anything, it's like when, when it hits, regardless of whether you're out or you're in or, or whatever's happening, there's something that the person goes through. So I think you just described it. I guess my question to you is, so it sounds like it was, you know, your spirit was telling you, Hey man, you got to get out of here. Like, and you, and you did, you got out of there, which you did a good job of, of doing and, and just following the steps. How did you heal from that? 
like you spent a, a lot of time in this marriage what was some of your 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 things like what did you do how did you take care of yourself like your mind your body um so i had this it's i love that you asked that question um so i had this friend um that i had met at boeing and he taught me how to work out you know before that i you know i would run i like i was a runner my whole life you know with my dad but he taught me how to work out and i got addicted and he taught me all the things to do and so i started going to the gym and you know i was i was i wasn't bad you know us women like i feel like we're so hard on ourselves but i wanted to be fitter i wanted to be leaner and so i had you know after he showed me i finally figured it out and so i like dove into working out like taking care of my body really seeing how strong i could get how capable and in doing that i met some incredible people who kind of like guided me along the way on like the healing and i just i i began doing things that i love to do as well it's like enjoying life you know instead of looking for the misery and everything i began kind of shifting my mindset i think working out kind of was the, like the catalyst for that and seeing how strong i could get like my muscles growing and like running faster even though i was doing weights and you know my body was changing and i felt so good inside i was eating healthy healthier <laughs> and i started doing things i loved you know and i think that was a huge beautiful part of your healing because when you do things you love you're in that place of joy and alignment with who you are you know and and it just it just i just began doing that i just began doing everything i loved i began like running i began doing art i loved to draw you know i would go to like festivals during the weekend music festivals or you know i lived in seattle at the time so you know during the summer like all summer there's always music always food always like enjoyment you know i'd go out with my friends um i'd go out clubbing <laughs> you know you know just really had fun and i think that was part of a big part of the healing which is something that you just brought up that i haven't thought about in such a long time i think it's so. part of the the process that a lot of people don't really you just answered it beautifully so you basically you focused on what was important to you is how mm -hmm. i interpret it and then you just started manifesting that Yeah. And that's really what happens is that when you start saying to yourself, like, this makes me smile. Like, I, I measure my life with smiles. Like, if I'm smiling, yeah. life is good. If I'm not yeah. smiling, I'm like, okay, where did I lose it? And then it becomes like, you know, I, I go searching for it because I'm like, where did I, when did I do it last? This conversation started because someone challenged me to be vulnerable. So I'm challenging you. Share yourself and your story. Be courageous. Be vulnerable. It makes a difference.